It's Mankato's Talk of the Town, connecting the community on News Sports Talk KTOE. Here's your host, Lisa Kay. Boy, that came up real quick. It's Lisa Kay on your midday Talk of the Town time. It is 11.07. A little overcast right now. It looks like 33 degrees over the Radio Ranch. Humidity about 66% and wind eh, variable. Five miles an hour is what they're calling it. I promised you some news from the city, directly from the city. Mankato City Manager Susan Arntz in with me. How are you doing, Susan? It's good to see you. i got to turn your mic on first. Oh, that would be helpful. I had somebody sitting in the other chair earlier, so. Got it. So I saw you Saturday night. Oh, Dancing with Mankato Stars? Dancing with Mankato Stars. Very proud to watch you up there. You and Charlie did a great job. You're not even my mom, and you're saying that. That's nice. It was good. I was there primarily to watch the... All the dancers were great, but the metalheads were my Weren't favorite. They great, that was so good. That during the rehearsal, the pyrotechnics, I thought, have we seen pyrotechnics at Dancing with the Mankato Stars before? I think not. That was awesome. It was really well done. Yep. Yeah. Friday night, MSU had their diversity dinner. Also, was great. N- nice event. They had some great dancers and singers and um, uh, artists that performed some poems that I think were original. Oh, nice. It was really great. I did not spend my Friday night there. Okay. Charlie and I hosted a different event. Saw that. Mm-hmm. It's the event that shall not be named. But it was fun. Yeah. We had good. a good time. Um, well, we'll name it, but not not now. <laughs> All right. So we're talking a little bit today. You brought a guest with. I did bring a guest I've been today. waiting to meet the guy with two first names. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I keep seeing. And I, I keep, because before I met him today, yeah. Yeah. I get the emails from him. Yeah. And I... For a long time, I had to remind myself that David wasn't his first name. No. Because he's got two first names. Yeah. So today we have uh, Paul David. Paul David, not David Paul. To Paul David, Engagement and Communications Director for the City of Mankato. Hello. Glad to be here. I'm glad to finally meet you in person. Glad to meet you in person. Yeah. Welcome yes. to KTOE. This is glorious, isn't it? You can call me Dave. You can call me David. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Hey, you. Stick with Paul. I can remember Paul. Paul's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, now I have, I have to... Remember, I've got the two Pauls. Now we've got this Paul and we've got Paul Peterson. So oh, yeah. I'm not going to try to screw that up. We also have Paul Vogel oh, on city right. staff. So Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So um, we have to keep that square. So most of the time we just use two names, Paul David, Paul Vogel. That's a change, clear. isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's it is. Cool. But it's good. People oh, okay. have adapted. Well, welcome. Thank yeah. you. I'm glad to have you here. How do you like the new job here? I mean, the city of Mankato is awesome, isn't it? I love it. And the city of Mankato is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good answer since the, the boss is sitting right here. <laughs> well, no, actually, I am I am having a blast. Really great people. Uh, the people that I've met so far around town are, are awesome. They're very proud mm-hmm. of this city, and they're very proud of, of what they do and who they are here, and it's just fun to be part of it. Good community. Yeah, we have a really good community. Uh, so Susan and I spend a lot of time talking about things that are going on, and I know that we're talking a little transit I was just talking travel. We're talking transit, but this is like a little more different local. kind. Yeah, really local. Yeah, this is more local transit. So we have been working for a number of months on updating what's called our transit development plan, and we're required to do that periodically uh, to maintain the funding we have from the federal government to provide transit service. This year, we were um, encouraged and given an opportunity with the city of North Mankato, which we do provide some transit service for, but we were given an opportunity to start an engagement in a different way to talk about modifications to Route 5. And Route 5 is where? Yeah, I saw the look on your face like, (laughs) where does Route 5 go? 
I've not been on a bus recently, so I'm not sure. Yeah, we should do go. that. We should ride a we bus could do, together. Ride a bus yes. together. That would be fun. So Route Five generally starts. Um, it makes a loop that kind of goes uh, north on or west on Belgrade to Loray. Takes a left, goes um, on Lee, then kind of back around Tower. Makes a, a loop up to you know kind of Lookout. Okay, and then goes to Car- kind of again east on Carlson. And then south again on Loray to Belgrade. And then it comes... So it's a North Mankato type. It's a North okay. Mankato loop. And then it comes back down, you know, kind of across Belgrade or the bridge. And then makes the loop to get onto Riverfront. And then goes down to Cherry Street. And then the loop goes back up 2nd Street. So um, it kind of makes that big... Um, so if you're riding that, you have access... Seems like a long ride. It could be if you were riding the whole thing, <laughs> yeah. but you might be going from a location in North Mankato to a location in Mankato um, to make connections with other routes. Uh, primarily, that would be done um, at the Cherry Street bus station. Um, so, you know, it, it just kind of makes that makes that loop. So some of the things we're talking with the public about or encouraging feedback on is um, interest in extending the time of that of that route to 6.05 in the morning to 5.05 p.m. Oh, what's it running now? Shorter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't look that part up, but <laughs> okay. I just know it's significantly it's shorter. shorter. And then we're also talking about adding Saturday. So that route would ha- go 11 to 6 on Saturday. Uh, right now, that's not an option uh, for that route. So we're having, you know, kind of including in our feedback loop from the public, how about that? And then included in that, what's considered fixed route, meaning it runs, you know, every day on similar hours, so that you know that on Monday you can pick up the bus on the same day as Thursday. Okay, it's more regular. Sa- more regular. Saturday would have weekend hours, of course, but eleven to six. But we are also having um, feedback about whether we should add mobility service for those same tower, same time. So extending uh-huh. mobility service later in the day and extending uh, mobility service to Saturday. So we're trying to gauge what the interest is for making those things happen. And then the other part of that feedback survey is uh, North Mankato had asked us to uh, look at ending the flex service for North Mankato, which is more of that you call and schedule the ride right. um, at at your need and demand. Is it not being used as much or what? Um, I, I think that that's something that North Mankato wants to explore and okay. just see what feedback they get about if we extend Route 5, uh, you know, how might that interplay with, um, you know, potentially eliminating flex service if we can provide better and more service. So that that's part of that conversation. There's a survey um, on the city's website. Uh, every, every Voice Mankato has the um, the link to the survey. Mm-hmm. Um, I clicked on it this morning just to make sure it's still active. It is. It'll be active until February 18th. Okay. Um, so the public can go out and click on that survey and answer. It's not a ton of questions, but answer a few questions. So if you live on that route, if you're using that route, what you'd like to see yeah. more or less of. Or even if you live in that community and maybe you are maybe you don't live on the route, but you use the route, right. that would be helpful. Um, for us to be able to share that with our North Mankato partners. Um, so we're interested in kind of collecting that feedback and, and getting information from and, the group. And I'd just like to add that um, 
we do look at all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just we're just not asking for input and then it goes into a vacuum somewhere. It's it's we read it and um, and we we take it to heart and uh, and we note it. So your voice is heard when you do participate in that survey. So make sure to do that. Yeah, it helps us change and. You know, it's, it's a huge opportunity for us to continue to grow and expand the transit service. I know there's a lot of uh, public engagement that you're gonna, we're going to be talking a little bit more about some things coming up. But I also know that it, uh, do we have anything else on, on transportation? Nope, that's good. Okay. I, wonder, I didn't want to switch too no. early because yeah. I know that the, the legislature started yesterday. I kept thinking today was a Monday. I don't know why. I'm glad you reminded me it's Tuesday. So That's okay. Earlier I thought today was Thursday. So... <laughs> I'd take Thursday over Monday, yeah. that's for sure. Uh, what's the city of Mankato watching as the legislature starts to do their work? What are yeah, you looking so for? The legislature started yesterday, and uh, this session uh, we anticipate to be uh, fast. Not that last session or previous sessions haven't been fast, but we do anticipate this to be uh, fast, partly because there's just less time mm-hmm. before the statutory end date in May. Uh, But some of the things that we're watching with probably the most intensity is there is discussion about clarifying the school resource officer legislation. The other Paul about that. Yeah, that made changes (laughs) previously. So we're continuing to monitor that. Our, um, you know, the the city council and the public safety department and myself are keenly interested in, uh, you know, kind of how that continues to move and migrate. We were told that it's likely going to be heavy and fast at the beginning of session. So I don't know what that means, but we will continue to monitor as that goes. Um, We have a bonding proposal in front of the legislature for improvements out at Riverfront Park. So we have kind of a, I'll call it a three-pronged improvement project out at Riverfront Park that uh, involves uh, improvements to the boat launch that's down there. And that boat launch is not just a recreational boat launch, but it also provides access to the river for our public safety team Mm -hmm. uh, because there aren't that many launches uh, along the Minnesota River that are improved well enough for what I'll call is a a true public safety type approach. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's, that's a piece of that. We also are adding some fixed seating in the, I'll call it the riser area. Oh, of okay. the amphitheater okay. or are proposing to add some fixed space seating and then a more permanent structure for the stage. Oh. And as someone One that doesn't have to go up and down all the right, time. Right. Okay. Or be rented. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we currently rent that. And because we rent it, when there are community groups that need and or want to use that space, it has a significant cost for them to be able to use it. Mm-hmm. So by putting in a more permanent structure, it reduces the cost of the access to that for a venue or an event by more than 60%. Oh, wow. So it, it makes it more accessible to a broader portion of the community to be able to use the amphitheater for their community events. You know, we host a handful of amazing events, concerts and other things that we host in the amphitheater but during the week, there are other times of the week and summer and spring and fall when it does sit not used. And we've heard from the consumers or the people that would like to consume that for events and performances and meetings and various things that the seating and the, the cost of that um, stage improvement or the renting of the stage right. That's prohibitive, are yeah. cost prohibitive for them. 
So it's not a huge project. Overall, it's about a $3.6, $3.8 million project. The city of Mankato has about $1.6 million um, held for that improvement. And so we're out in the legislature asking for about $1.6 to $1.7 million. So um, we, that's, an, that's an active thing that we'll be um, down there talking about as well. Or up there, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll be monitoring, you know, there'll be, we hope that there'll be some clarifications on the sick and safe leave uh, that was approved last year that right. went in, in, um, in operation for our part-time staff. Um, so far, it's been going very well. Our staff have responded fairly well to it. There's just a handful of clarifications that uh, the League of Minnesota Cities, the Coalition of Greater Minnesota Cities, and a number of communities like Mankato have asked. Um, so help us understand what does this mean? Like, for example, it's not clear in the legislation whether elected officials are eligible. We have oh. we have an opinion from the Department of Labor at the state that elected officials can be excluded, but that's a, a minor clarification that would be helpful in the law. Sure. Um, and in addition to that, uh, some clarity around uh, paid on-call firefighters who aren't paid the same way as um, a part-time staff member is. Um, you know, you're in paid on-call. It can be harder to determine how many hours you've actually worked those kinds of things. So just some clarity around how does this legislation kind of um, address those individuals. So those are some clarifications that I know that some of our partners are seeking and we're certainly monitoring. Are those clarifications more in the language, just kind of like the SRO thing needs to be corrected a little bit, the language, same same type of deal? Yes. Yeah. Mostly just, you know, having it be a little more clear about what what the legislation really intended to say. That'd be helpful. Then we don't have to create our own opinions on it. <laughs> right. And, you know, it's great. The Department of Labor has been really helpful in providing that feedback um, for us and others around the state. It just it would be more helpful if it was more clear, because if you don't know that that clarification was provided, you're going to read the statute and you're going to start operating because that's what the statute says. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'd be helpful if you don't have to, oh, yeah, remember there was that opinion on this, that, or the other thing. And so even though it says that, it's that plus, you know, you got to go find the memo or you got to go find the, you know. <laughs> Clarification, so, please. Yeah, so we're hoping for that. Uh, last year, the legislature passed uh, paid family medical leave, and that goes into effect in January of 25. Okay. So we're just watching that in the event there's any modifications or changed um, to that legislation. Um, we're not anticipating that, but we're certainly keeping an eye to that in the event that as we're clarifying things in the uh, sick and safe leave mm-hmm. that was approved, it might affect it does over it there. affect paid family leave? And so we're monitoring both of those things. Um, there's some rulemaking going on around uh, PFAS, which is a, I can't say the whole chemical name without it in front of me, so I apologize <laughs> to the listeners here, but it essentially is a chemical um, that has appeared in our drinking water systems. Oh. And so we're monitoring and watching what that uh, regulation uh, looks like so that as we work on our water treatment plant projects, we kind of can have a, an eye or a lens to what things might we have to do in order to 
accomplish that. The good news for those that are listening is that we have not detected PFAS in our water. Okay. So we've tested the water in Mankato and we Let's have not. Make that not, clear again. We have, we're monitoring it, but we're monitoring it only because once the regulation comes in place, we have to be compliant. Good news, we are compliant today. We don't have it in our system today. Um, there are other communities around the state for whom it's a much more significant issue because those chemicals have been found in their system. So mm-hmm. we are watching that. Uh, local government aid is an issue that keeps getting talked about on occasion. So we are talking about that and monitoring that activity. And then uh, housing aid. Uh, last year, the legislature did quite a bit with housing funding for uh greater Minnesota. And so we're continuing to watch and monitor if any of those allocations have been made or if uh, new programs come up. And because as you remember, we have our shelter and supportive housing project that um, was a a significant um, application we had last fall. Uh, The project didn't get awarded. So we're now kind of trying to regroup and figure out um, what's what comes from that. And then the last really big item that we're monitoring is uh, cannabis. Mm -hmm. So we've been watching the Office of Cannabis Management. Uh, My understanding was uh, the first part of February, they had their first meeting that involved, I believe it was Association of Minnesota Counties and the League of Minnesota Cities to start working on the model ordinance. So we've been watching and monitoring and waiting for that. But we're having active conversations with the city council about... um, cannabis consumption in our public spaces. So parks, campground, we have a lot of different public venues in Mankato. So it's not as simple for us to say nothing, no cannabis consumption in a park. It's not quite as simple for us to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some regulations, for example, out at the airport because it's heavily funded with federal funds. There's nothing out there. Um, So, you know, we have to add some local regulation around it, but there are other pressures coming from other pieces. So we're working on trying to, how do you navigate that, um, what might seem a little murky, but how do you navigate that regulatory piece? There's a lot to watch for. Yeah. Boy, that's a big question. We're going to check back in with Susan, and we're talking strategic plan in just a bit. Paul David in with us as well. It's KTOE Middays with Lisa Kay. Back on KTOE, Lisa Kay on your midday forecast details. It looks like 39, the expected high today. Cloudy skies, we're about 33 degrees right now. Mankato City Manager Susan Arntz in and kind of riding shotgun today. We've got Paul David uh, along with the City of Mankato in. Strategic plan, where are we going with strategic plan? It's been a while since we've... It has. Last month when I was in, we did a deep dive on, you know, being very sincere about we really want to hear from people. We've been doing a lot of um, in-person engagements with different organizations, different groups that have said, hey, we'd like to have a presentation or a conversation with you. Um, So far, uh, Paul has done a phenomenal job of reaching out to different groups around the community. And I think we're 45 for 45 of people have said, yes, let's come. I don't think Paul has had anyone he's reached out to to say, hey, we're working on a strategic plan. We'd love to hear from you and hear specifically or talk with you and hear your feedback. We haven't had anybody say, don't come. So Mm -hmm. we've been really, really lucky and have been received some very gracious um, opportunities for conversation and 
really excellent feedback. Are there any themes that are appearing for you as you talk with these 45? Yeah. So there are a couple of the primary, I would say the probably the top three things that are really coming out, housing of all kinds and types, uh, transportation um, is coming out very, very strongly. Um, Park and rec or quality of life type activity, that's coming out. Really those three, I would say, are the top three things. Uh, Climate comes up. Um, different things around the economy, economy, depending on who you're seeing, you know, depending on the audience, uh, different things around the economy comes up. Um, how we uh, we're getting good feedback about how people are receiving and uh, finding information, and then a strong encouragement for our organization to continue to be um, adaptive and you know, kind of at the ready. Mm-hmm. Um, did I miss anything? No, but just to build on the transportation and park and rec, uh, a big piece of that is connectivity. And and, uh, so when we say transportation, it's all types of transportation, Mm -hmm. you know, walking, uh, biking, um, uh, whatever it may be to get around, not just not just a vehicle. So we're talking about and that also comes down to a lot of pedestrian safety. Okay, And 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 so there's a much bigger umbrella there that we're looking at as well. Uh, A lot of people. we also ask people, um, when we open this up, we just say, what do you really like? Yeah. A lot of times people it's don't so get negative, asked that question. Yeah, what do you like? Yeah, What's what good? do you like? And one of, the, one of the overwhelming things that we hear there is the outdoors and, and, um, and that part of it. So it all kind of ties in mm-hmm. together. And the leaf pickup. Of course, the leaf sucker. Nobody wants the leaf pickup to go away, so... Lisa K, 10 to noon on KTOE. KTOE Middays, Lisa K, 1141. Let's not roll it back a whole hour, Lisa. 1141, we're at 33 right now. Mankato City Manager Susan Arntz in studio. Also from the city of Mankato, Paul David joining us on Second Mike. Uh, We talked a little bit earlier about transit development, the plan there, that engagement going on through February 18th. Once again, where do we go get the info? Uh, On our website, you can go to Every Voice Mankato. Uh, and you'll see the transit development plan. There's a survey on the upper right-hand corner that, that asks about the Route 5 survey. Now you can comment on anything about transit, but specifically the Route 5 is what we're interested in right now. Go engage. And speaking of engagements, when we talk about um, the strategic plan and your efforts to get in touch with different groups and get their voices on things, you're doing some engagements uh, at Vine. You want to talk about that a little bit, my friends yeah. at Vine? So if you don't have your cal- your dance card or your calendar booked today, mm-hmm. uh, at 1 o'clock, the community is invited to part to Vine to have a conversation with Uh, our team around the strategic plan. Uh, It's really more of an opportunity for us to listen uh, and collect feedback. Um, We'll give you a spoiler alert if you do come today. You will hear us ask you what are the things you love about Mankato because sometimes in these engagements it can get a little deep on all the shoulds. You should do this, we need that, the fixes, all the expectations. And sometimes we forget if we just go ahead and build a plan around all the shoulds Sometimes organizations can forget to make investments in the things that we're already doing that people want to make sure we continue to invest in. Mm-hmm. So when we've asked that question, what are some things you want to make sure we that don't get lost in the shuffle or right. don't get lost in the mix? That's where leaf pickup um, has <laughs> been very loud. Like leaf pickup, don't let that go. Um, we've heard a lot of great feedback from the public about transit. And not only how valuable it is to be able to be in a community that has transit service available, 
but also we do get some good feedback on improvements that would make it work better or be 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 better for whomever wants to use it. So we've got we've had some really good feedback. So we're going to be at Vine today at one o'clock. The community is invited. You don't have to be a member of Vine. And then they've opened the doors again for us on February 27th at four o'clock in the afternoon. So if you if today doesn't work, uh, four o'clock in the afternoon would be another great time. And then if neither of those work, we have um, the survey that's on our. If you go to the city's homepage, you can get to that survey. And the survey uh, asks just general questions. And that we're collecting feedback through the end of February. So until February 29th, that survey will stay active. Um, There is, um, you can email, like if you don't want to do the survey and you just have have questions or things you want to just email to us, there's an email address called engage at mankatostrategicplan.com. And that goes directly to our consultants. So it doesn't make a stop here at the city, but it goes directly to the consultants that are helping us with that plan. Um, So if you wake up in the middle of the night and you think, oh, I should have told them this or I wish I could tell them that, do it. Do a Mm -hmm. voice, you know, use your phone, type it out, voice text it and hit send so that email gets there. Um, And we, we, as I say, we've gotten a lot of really good positive feedback from Things we've learned, we've heard uh, interest in things like bocce ball space. We've heard interest in um, potentially a second um, uh, frisbee golf. Um, oh, okay. You know, Paul mentioned earlier about intersection type improvements. Um, we've heard great feedback about transit. Um, so, I mean, we're really hearing about a lot of different things. Um, you know, we know the business community has an interest on. It's a little different than the general public, but interest in workforce development, availability of the workforce. Uh, When we talk to the general public, we're hearing things about wage rates and uh, the volume of job opportunities. So we're, you know, getting all kinds of good feedback from all the different angles. Um, So today, today and then on the 27th are two really great opportunities. And then I know that our time is getting short here, but we do plan probably when I come next month, We'll have more plans for um, our engagement. Our final big engagement will be in the beginning of April. We have plans to do kind of what I'll call is the classic strategic plan work, which is a town hall event. Okay. Um, and it'll be a town hall event that is kind of focused around some of these key themes we're hearing so that we can kind of dig deeper and start prioritizing you know, the elements within that theme. And uh, so that'll be that first part of April uh, so we'll have more watch for dates and times and locations for that activity here in the next few weeks. We should talk about um, the the partnership with Vine looking at age-friendly cities because that's come up. It's come up uh, in talks with uh, Jason from MINRA, in talks with, well, it was in the news not too long ago. It was in the ago. news. Yeah, so uh, last, on, on last night at the city council meeting, the city council authorized staff to start working on our formal application. It'll be an application to AARP for the city of Mankato to be recognized as an age-friendly community. Um, North Mankato is also um, giving consideration to that. I believe they're going to consider that at their council meeting on the 20th -hmm. um, of February. Uh, And so then it's an individual application. So 
you know, some of the themes that will show up in our application are likely to also show up in the North Mankato application, but it's not a joint application for the two cities. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are working uh, together. We're working with Vine. Vine received a grant previously uh, from AARP, about $27,000, to kind of fund the investigation, the study, the research, and one of the, not last steps, but one of the major next steps in this process is considering each of the communities in making an application to AARP for this designation. The state of Minnesota made this, or they made an application in 2022 and were recognized as an age-friendly state. There are about four counties in Minnesota that have received this designation and 17 other cities. Mm. So Mankato and North Mankato might be cities 18 and 19. So we're working uh, together on uh, on getting that application um, secured. Part of what the benefit, you know, so someone could say, well, why does it matter, right? right. Well, working on, you know, AARP is generally recognized as a an organization that addresses older Americans or older adults. And that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, Part of the effort with the age-friendly community is really, uh, you know, the concept that well-designed, age-friendly communities are really good for all ages. Mm-hmm. So, you know, making improvements for one particular group is likely to make improvements for all groups. And so some of the work that we'll be doing, while it might be targeted towards the audience of an older American or an active older adult, um, it really has the benefit for... Um, all the ages. And so we'll be working with Vine. They have a community action team that I've been serving on since last August. Uh, North Mankato has been on that. There's both counties, Blue Earth and Nicollet County are there, and a number of the other service organizations, representatives from the faith community, just a wide variety of people that are um, engaged in that conversation about how do we work together to make those improvements forward. So we'll be working on that, and um, you know we anticipate that an application will be submitted later this spring. Um, and I don't know what ARP's exact. You know, I don't know how long they how take. Long it takes to say if yes. We have to go to a meeting and get grilled, or you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm ready for it, though. You know me. I'm ready for it. So whatever it takes to to get that to finish. Um, Melinda Woodzina from Vine has been a great partner in that mm-hmm. work, and her staff. So they've been very gracious, not just on our strategic plan. Um, participation, but also in this age-friendly community, it's been a it's been a very good opportunity. You know, one of the things that we have learned that's coming out of some of that work with Vine is kind of um, about you know kind of focusing on the caregiver, right? right? So um, I don't know that we've talked about this, but my husband and I have his parents in the region. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the best mm-hmm. way I can say it, and. Um, caregiving is can be challenging yeah uh, and so we just keep reminding ourselves that you know it's their first time being 85 too mm-hmm. right it's our first time being in this situation but it's also their first time right which then you know there's a lot of grace that has to kind of go along with it um, and you know how do you provide information that's targeted towards the older adult but their caregivers or their their support team need access to that information too so making sure that we can kind of find a way as a community. So this isn't just the city of Mankato. This is the service providers or the nonprofits or others in the org- in the community that 
you know, provide these services, how do we make this easier to consume? Right. Because it's not always just the older adult that's consuming it. It often is the family has to understand it because mm-hmm. they're the ones going alongside their um, their loved one and kind of how do we work together to kind of get that solved? And I feel like we've gotten so much better at that just by the sheer communication of it all. Absolutely. And I think there's a, a greater amount of awareness that, you know, if I could go back to um, partly because the Internet happened. Right. Yep. So there's yep. a lot more that you can find. Yep. Um, you know, I will say that just because it's on the Internet doesn't mean it's factual, doesn't mean it's true mm-hmm. um, or reliable. So be cautious about what you're searching and what you're consuming. But, um, you know, our, our my parents who my mom grew up with each set of grandparents living in the house. Yeah. Um, you know, my mom walked home from school for lunch and her grandfather was sitting there with a deck of cards waiting for her to walk in the door <laughs> um, to sit down and play. I don't know how many hands they'd play before she had to go she back, had to, to, go school, back to school. Right? right. So it's just, you know, a different time. But, um, you know, my grandmother who cared for her parents in her house mm-hmm. didn't have access to all this information. Right. So it's just different times. So you know, kind of, that's not the only thing that's coming out, but it was a, a fairly unique aspect that impacts certainly our organization too. We're lucky that way, I think. Yeah. Right now, we have the information available to us. City of Mankato, our guests on Talk of the Town today. Paul, you're awful quiet back there. <laughs> doing okay? I'm doing fine. He's along for the yes, ride. I am. Yes, I am. Someday she's going to send you instead. That's right. That's right. I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. Very much looking forward to it. He's a good fill-in. Yeah. There you go. Well, now you guys get to leave me and go to Vine, I guess, right? We do. Yes. Yep. We've got a little bit of time before we get there, but yeah. Maybe One the o'clock. boss will buy you lunch yeah. or something. I don't right. think so today. No. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> not not going to work. I tried. Not I tried. I Thank a, you. I got a thing I got to do before I go to Vine, so. <laughs> okay. Maybe next time. Yeah. Uh, Susan Arns, Mankato City Manager, and Paul David, thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having us. Uh, any other in, uh, information can be found on the city website again? Yep, city website. Yes. You can search Every Voice Mankato. Uh, it's in the upper right corner where you connect with us. That can mm-hmm. get you to Every Voice Mankato, too. Also, don't forget to call 311. 100%. They are so great. We are finally full-staffed in 311. <laughs> Yay! And they are just doing a magical job. So really nice. proud of that team. Love it. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. See you next time.